Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney and I'm your host today. Let's begin our journey today. We're going to be talking about achievement, but also a fulfillment. Our guest today is, is no stranger to the world of being a high achiever and hanging around with other people who are winning. And he is on a mission to really help people feel fulfilled and show up as their absolute best. Today at Rise Up For You, your mission is to help you become your best. We get how hard it is, especially on your own. And that's why when you show up here each week, listening to us on the Rise Up For You podcast, we bring you the best of the best. And today is no exception. Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Well, Ronnie Lieber is an amazing individual, comes to us today from Vienna, Austria. He's entertained and inspired more than 5 million people on his five continents in the last 14 years. After studying at the university in the fields of sports and business, he dedicated his career to entertaining others. After having discovered his passion, Ronnie has developed from a stadium announcer over a business event host to a keynote speaker and now a well-known TV anchorman where he has gathered more than 1,500 hours live on air. I know we're going to talk about many different things today, including how do you show up as being your best? How do you avoid that imposter syndrome or possibly overcome it? And we're going to talk about what he's even learned from his many interactions with Olympic champions, top-level CEOs, politicians, even maybe what Tom Brady told him about creating a comeback. We're excited so much to have you on the show today. Ronnie Lieber, welcome. Hi, everybody, and thank you for that introduction, Lauren. That's amazing. Wow. Um, I love it. And, and also welcome to everybody listening to us. I'm, I'm really, really thrilled to be with you in the next whatever time we got together. Awesome, Ronnie. So you've done a lot of things. You have spoken with top, top performers around the globe and people that are just building a business or leaders inside of organizations, whether it be a local nonprofit or top ranking CEOs globally. What is something right now you're feeling very passionate about? Well, right now, actually, what I really feel passionate about is, is and it, it ties actually back to what you just told me uh, or what you just told the audience, actually. It's, it's about this is the time, like, what is the greatest story that you can tell? The story of the comeback and all of us in in some way or the other have been affected by what has been going on the last two years wherever you are in the world um it it, it has to have affected you in, in some way and 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 some of us um got knocked down and are on the way up again others uh, have really profited from it but for for many of us it's it's kind of a comeback and it's it's that spirit of Okay, there is something that we need to prove. There's something that we need to make up. There's something that we that we have learned and have grown from that. Because I mean, in life, there's always either you you either you win or you learn. And and so basically, like many of us, also myself, I've grown a lot. And 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 just in in terms of pivoting, pivoting, I mean, 
think about where you are right now. We are right now at the second half of 2022 and where you were like two and a half years ago. And I, I really doubt that you're in the same place than you were two and a half years ago. So it's, it's, you must have done something in order to keep you moving. And the earlier you have kept moving or the earlier you adopted, the better off you probably are right now, I'm guessing. Absolutely. I love that. You're either winning, quote unquote, or achieving or feeling a sense of gratitude and peace or you're learning. That's <laughs> such a great growth mindset. What is some of the things that you've seen recently that have been surprising to you in talking with high achievers and leaders around the world? Well, you know, um, the thing that always is, is beautiful when you are, um, first of all, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So it really, really, really is important. Who do you spend your time with? What do you, like, you need to stand guard on the, uh, on the door of your mind. Like in terms of, you really need to pay attention what goes in your mind. What, is, what, what do you let take in? Because if you just sit at home and watch the news and what's going on in the world and whatever, like the news are not there to make you feel great. The news are not even there to tell you the truth. The news are there to keep you, like you're the product. The news are there to keep you hooked to the screen. And, and since our brain is, is a million years old and, and basically it is your brain has one purpose for you to, to survive. Like back from the days when there was a sable tooth tiger and so on, like that it, it was sneaking around and it was all about making you aware of the dangers. But actually right now there, there are no sable tooth tigers anymore that are threatening you. So you don't need to be worried about your life anymore. So right now, actually, it's really about taking control and leaders, true leaders know how to take control of their mind and how to also give themselves and other people around them a vision, a vision to move forward, a, mission, a vision that then becomes a mission and becomes a movement. And you need to be on, on, like, you need to follow it, right? Or you need to create a vision and a mission that, that really um, is empowering you. Because I, as, as you were saying, I was, I was on TV for 1,500 hours. And I know it's not about like, hey, hope you're feeling good today. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's more like a soap opera kind of feeling. You know, you talk the you talked a lot, especially before we got on the live today, about the sense of fulfillment, not just what you're achieving. Talk to me about that, and possibly what some great people have told you. I know you mentioned about Tom Brady and your experiences with Tony Robbins, and yeah, um, and I've been working with Tony Robbins for for more than half of my life now, and so it's, it's I'm really blessed about that, and I learned a lot. And one of the things that I learned was. In life, there are two things you need to master. One thing you need to master is the science of achievement. It's how do you achieve something? How do you become successful at something? How do you become, how do you become good or great or outstanding at something? And it's a science because usually oftentimes there are other people that have, that have walked a path before you. Mm. What that means is you just need to have a look. What did they do? Like if you, for example, if you want to cook your grandma's cake, what are you going to do? You're going to ask for a recipe. So you're going to go there and like, okay, how do you do that? What are the steps? How much do I put in of that? How, what do I do next? 
what is the order and sequence and also like with what intensity and how long do I put it in the oven and so on. Like all those kind of things in order to replicate the result, which is the cake. So basically to achieve something, there's a science, but there's a second thing you need to master in life. And that's something that hardly anyone, anyone teaches you and also hardly anyone talks about. Because in school, you always learn about achievement. At university, it's always about achievement. When you do sports, it's about achieving something. But the other thing is the art of fulfillment. And it's not a science, it's an art. So basically, what you, you need to be careful of is what makes you fulfill. It's not, and that's not a copycat. That's not just like, okay, what makes you fulfill? Oh, great, I'm going to do the same. That doesn't necessarily make me fulfilled. So you really, life is also a journey of finding your own fulfillment, of really asking yourself questions and figuring out what is it? What is it that fulfills me? What is it that fulfills my life? What is it that I need to do to juice myself up? And if you fail to do that, if you fail to figure out what fulfills you, no matter how successful you are in, in the eyes of others, like how achieving you are, you're going to fail. Yeah, because we don't feel good. And exactly. I love the distinction between the science of achievement, that there is a formula, there is a, a mathematics to it. And then the I heard recently on a podcast, it's like that woo meets the wang, right? The, the two together where you're the hustle and the, the art of, fulfillment, meaning like it's a discovery and perhaps it's a process. We hear a lot in today about the hustle culture and burnout. And I think the two going together and the way you described it, Ronnie, makes a lot of sense. And when you were talking about you become like the people you hang around, we call it building your personal council, your personal board of success, like intentionally having a mentor and a cheerleader and intentionally building people around you and also paying attention to the who those people spend time with as well so that we can create this system and structure around us. Absolutely. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to give you one more example about um, a person that we, that many of us loved and that actually failed miserably because he mastered everything on the scale of achieving something, but he was not fulfilled. When you think back, um, Robin Williams, the actor, I'm sure you remember him. And and I mean, really, like ask yourself also, also to you listening here, like, did you not just like him? Did you, did you love Robin Williams? Like, wasn't he amazing? Wasn't he fun to watch? Wasn't he somebody who made everybody around him happy? Mrs. Doubtfire, I still remember. <laughs> all the good movies. Yeah. All the good movies. I remember uh, Hook, for example, and, and so on. And, and But there were so many fun movies with him, so many Goodwill Hunting and so on, like so many awesome yeah. movies. But at the same time, he managed to make everybody else around him happy, but not himself. Mm. So really, it's, it's, it's really also success is not determined by the outside world. Success is determined by your standards, by what makes you feel successful. And I think that for myself, I'm intentionally taking more time to actually ask myself questions 
you know, almost self-coaching, if you will, whether that be journaling, I tend to process more by talking than, than a more introverted way, but really looking at like, what, what am I interested in? And I was talking with one of our clients recently, she's a very successful entrepreneur. And she said, you know, Lauren, I wonder if, you know, why I'm building this business has changed and does it still need to be this grandiose, you know, monetary goal? And I told her, it doesn't have to be. Like at the end of the day, maybe you're looking for a sense of peace and fulfillment inside of building this incredible business that you built. Maybe it shifted and it doesn't have to look as fancy on the outside. You know, and and, and I, I totally agree with you. Also, even my whole career actually was built around first asking myself questions. When I got done with university, I was like, all right, so what do I do now? Because before that, like, I always considered that my playtime, like, okay, I, my experience, experimental phase, like, okay, let's see what, what else, like, what can I do? What do I want to do? I did two different studies at university. I, I was working different jobs, like at sales. I was working at educating people. And, and then I was like, well, but what do you actually want to do now? Like, what is it that you really want to do? Because I knew that I needed to become an expert at something in order to get paid because nobody's going to pay you if you just know something from like from a little bit of some of everything except maybe if you want to go to who wants to be a millionaire but that's probably not a sustainable business model long term so um you need to figure out what is it that you really want to dive deep and then i thought hmm well um best probably not just something that i'm interested in but something that i'm really passionate about because if i'm passionate about something I'm going to be good at it or I'm going to become good at it and I'm going to grow. I'm going to love to grow. I'm going to immerse myself into it. And, and so, okay, that sounds awesome, but what is it? Like, what am I passionate about? What is it that there is not just this interest, but that there is really this fire, this burning desire. And I thought, Hmm, well, uh, I don't know. So I asked, I started to ask myself questions for, actually weeks and months, I asked myself, what is it that I love to do in my spare time? What is it that, that juices me up emotionally or what gets me emotional? Like what situations? What is it that I talk about with my friends? What is it that I spent money on? Even when I was a kid, what were the situations that were actually, that, that got me emotional? And I always got back to the same point that already when I was a little kid, I was always excited about events that bring the whole world together like Olympic Games or the Soccer World Cup. Growing up in Europe, of course, soccer has been a, a big thing. And it was always about, like, when you were there, you were totally immersed of that experience. You were, you were thinking the whole world evolves around that. I mean, when you find something like that, it really juices you up. That is something, and you're right there. And still, then finally, I figured out my passion, but I still didn't know what to do with it. Like, okay, great, but how do I make money out of that? But at the same time, I knew that this is an environment I want to work in because it really is something that I, I love. And so I was, I was just like, okay, like just be open. And then at the same time, um, well, one of the local soccer teams here, of the professional soccer teams, they were looking for a stadium announcer for their youth teams. And so some of their youth coaches knew me and they were suggesting me and then asking me, like, all right, yeah, sure, let's do it. And so, and one year later, after already having done this a year, 
the professional ice hockey team there, like basically was on a look. And, and then I got an opportunity there. And so that's when it all started because that was the first time when suddenly there were a few thousand people like twice a week or something. And I thought, wow, that's something I want to do. And then I knew. And then when you know what you want to do, you also know why you want to do it. And then it's just about figuring out the how. I love that you were open to the inquiry. I find sometimes we're, we're quick to want to figure it all out. And you were open to, I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. Here's an interesting opportunity. Let's see if I even enjoy it. Let me see if I even like it. And diving into it, you talked about being on TV, you know, 1,500 hours, right, of, of live TV time. I have a lot of leaders and entrepreneurs that listen to the show, and they often are nervous to go on camera. I'm talking about like a 30-second reel, Ronnie, <laughs> not like an hour-long show. I find that very common, but can you talk to, talk to that for a minute? Were you nervous all those hours on TV? Um, I was nervous the first half hour. And in a way, because I was like, Jesus, I have no idea. Because you're looking at a camera, you're looking at a box, basically. Um, and, and it's like, you have no idea who's watching. Like, even when you are actually, um, and, and that was after already having been in front of 5 million people live. But now it's like you're sitting in there and you're just looking into this this dot or, or whatever it is, the, the lens. And so... But you know, one thing that always, it, it always comes back to the same point. It's always like one thing that I can give to you. First of all, always know what your outcome is. Like what is the outcome that you are there to achieve for you, but also for the people you serve? Not just the outcome, what is the emotion? What is the, the takeaway that you want them to take away after your after the time with you however long it is if it's 30 seconds or 30 minutes or 30 hours whatever it is like what is it that you want to give them what is it that they should take away with them what is it that they should like what feeling should they leave with and second is who is your audience who is your audience because you got to know who is it that you're serving the better you know the better you can serve them. If you don't know who you're serving or, or if you're like, well, this is for everybody. Well, great. But not everybody's going to watch or listen. You really need to determine who it is that you're serving. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's like, um, like your avatar. It's like when you are actually in a business, you need to know who is your customer. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And if you know that, Fantastic. And then it's just about really going from your heart and going from a place of service. And one last thing, have your focus not on yourself. Because you're only nervous, you only have stage fright if you're focused on yourself. Have your focus on them. Have your focus on what it is you can give them, on your listener. Yeah, I love that how is it that I want people to feel when I'm done? What is it that I want them to gain when I'm done? And putting that focus on that versus the process of being nervous, which is about me. Me, I'm nervous. Instead of, how do I want Ronnie to feel when we're done with this interview? How do I want those listening to our podcast and the thousands of downloads, how do I want them to feel or what do I want them to glean? 
Ronnie, tell me how people can find more about you. And if you're watching live on our Facebook page as well, the link is posted, but tell us a little bit more. Sure. Um, so um, first of all, the, the greatest thing, of course, how you can find me for, on my website, ronnielieber.com. We have here slash EN for English. Um, and, and there also there is a blog there. So you can also basically, I mean, there are a lot of tips and tricks and also, for example, how to talk to a camera and so on. You can find all those things there. Of course, also on social media, LinkedIn, I'm very active, Instagram, Facebook, find me there. And, you know, Lauren, before we go, I know that our time is basically already pretty much up, I, I believe. But I, I, since you already mentioned it, I, I guess that maybe people still want to know how actually what Tom, Brody, what Tom Brady told me about creating a comeback. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be great. Tell us, Randy. <laughs> So it was uh, when we met in when I met Tom Brady. It was in 2013 um, in Texas. It was a game of the Patriots against the Te against the Texans, and it was one week after. And, and American football fans might remember that uh, it was one week after the at the time greatest comeback the New England Patriots have, have ever had. It was one week before they played against Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos in New England, and they were down at halftime, 24 nothing. And even if you have no clue about football, that's a lot. Like it's, 24 to zero is a lot in any game, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and so basically, and what happened was that they came out of that uh, at halftime or after halftime and they turned it around and won the game in overtime. And, and I asked him, man, I mean, how do you do that? Like when you go in there at halftime, what are the thoughts? Like, how do you turn this around? And he said, you know, it's two things. First of all, you remember the moments you had together with the team where you accomplished something that you did not think was possible before. Like you really build yourself up on that. I always love to, to call this magic moments. Like you think about some magic moments where you had an incredible bond or where you had something, where, where you achieved something that you didn't think was possible. And the second thing, when you go out there again, as football is, is a game that is played one play at a time, you just focus on the next step. You just focus on the next play. You're not two steps ahead or three steps ahead or four. No, you're just at the next step and you take it one play at a time. And then you just focus on the next play. And when it works, great. You build on that. You build on that. You build on that. And that's also how you create momentum. You create that by building one step over another. And then, well, I mean, several years later, I'm, I'm guessing many of you have seen that, especially if you're from the U.S., the Super Bowl when they uh, turned around a 28-3 deficit with 17 minutes, minutes to play against the Atlanta Falcons. Jesus, amazing. And, and I mean, I was just thinking back to what he told me back in, in 2013. It was just really incredible that some that we can take with us for our business, for our own lives. Really think of what you already have achieved, also with the people that you have at hand with your team, and then take it one step at a time. Yeah. And that momentum will build and build and build. I, one win. People don't come to work, I heard as a quote recently. They come to win. And of course, there's work in the winning, right? And there's work in the achievement, the science of it. 
But then those things piece it together. And in that, you find the passion. In that, you find your fulfillment. Ah, fantastic. Ronnie Lieber, thank you so much for joining us today, all the way from Austria. Thank you very much, Lauren. Thank you to everybody listening. And yeah, cannot wait to connect with you. All the best. Oh, thank you so much. We could go on and on. Just an amazing human being to have him on our show. And we want to make sure that as we leave you today, that you get our free success kit. What it is, is an amazing compilation of videos on confidence and public speaking that Ronnie mentioned as well. Leadership, emotional intelligence. Just text RISE podcast to 949 416 0671. That's Rise Podcast to 949-416-0671. We'll link to it in the show notes as well. Until the next time we see you on the podcast, Rise Up For You.